0: Damn, we're live. I've never seen that. Oh, he's gone. <sighs> good morning, everybody. We're messing with uh we're messing with uh Chris Montinho. Chris Montinho. Chris Montinho? Uh this morning. This guy, yeah, Hugo from Portugal. Well, he's not from Portugal, his dad's from Portugal. Um, but this is gonna be a good one. We're going to talk about, I think, what do we got going on? It's UFC 269 today. No, is it? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I think so. Oh, he's back. Awesome. It's still blurry. It is? Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Fuck it. bring him in the show. We'll deal with it.
1: Chris. Yeah, let me try to get on my laptop real quick. Hold on.
0: Okay, low stress, low stress.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I'm I'm low budget over here. I told you guys I'm trying. You're a good dude. Can you uh send the send the send the link to my like to my Instagram or whatever? It or email email works. I I don't care.
0: Do Do we have uh? What would you prefer it to your your email or your Instagram? Instagram. Okay. Let me see here. I'm on it. You are on it, okay? Yep.
1: I'm sorry I'm messing your show up, bro. No, that's yeah, the, that's the way our show works. Someone, uh,
0: hey, that way I like it that you're doing it because usually the comments are like, "Hey, dipshit, you haven't got your technical stuff figured out yet." And now I can be like, this Chris guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's my fault, bro. I'm so, so sorry.
0: Hey, are you watching the fights today, Chris?
1: Uh, I have a buddy fighting on the card, so I'll probably watch him a little bit. Who's your buddy? Uh Randy Costa.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I saw that.
1: Yeah, I, I usually I trained with him a lot when he was up here. He moved just moved down a couple years ago to 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 Florida. So he's got a tough fight. They're all tough in the UFC, man. There's no there's no easy ones. Great, great point,
0: Chris. Great. Go ahead and check your Instagram. I sent you the uh, link there, so it should be there now for you. I'm
1: getting, getting on it right now. Hold on, I'm so sorry, bro. It's it's
0: seriously, dude. It's oh, so chill. It. It's fucking 7 a.m. here. We got coffee. Nothing can, we got Chris. Montinho. Montinho. Son of a Portuguese. No. Yeah. Son of a Portuguese immigrant. Fucking grinding. Only half, American dream come true.
1: Only half. Half? Only half.
0: Minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got he got. Hey, are your parents still together?
1: No. Uh no, I got my uh, my stepdad and my mom. Do you ever see your dad? Not too much. No. It's interesting because
0: uh, my son's seven and he's a skateboarder. He's everything. He did. He's his, his. He just basically. I don't think my kid will ever go. Oh, device not connected. Oh, that's good. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna remove him here. Hold on. Before we get, I'm gonna remove that, and let's see if we can get him on this other one. It's weird. I kind of see him on. It says device not connected, but he is connected. But he's not connected. Yeah. I don't, oh, damn. holy Ooh.
1: shit! There, there we there go. There's my ugly ass face. It was There's good.
0: that handsome dude. There we go. He did it. Um, Perfect. Shit. Let's just dive in and go heavy. So, I uh, so so my son uh, w- once a week goes over the hill to Sunnyvale. I'm in California. i by the way, uh, Chris. Good morning. I'm Sevon and the dude with the Uh, beanie on is uh what's your name matt souza he's the producer of the show nice to meet you guys nice Nice to meet you um my son goes over the hill and to sunnyvale um which is like 30 minutes from uh, santa cruz and and there's a professional skater there and he takes a skate professional skateboard lesson from him every day or once a week and i said to him i said hey my son's never going to be a great skateboarder and he goes why do you say that and i go because his dad loves him And the guy starts laughing and I go, what? And he goes, dude, I'm, you know, I have daddy issues and every pro skater I know has daddy issues. Like that's the, you're right. And, and I just think, Oh yeah. So like, because you got something to prove to the world and your dad, right? It's like, fuck off. Like I'm going to show, like every, everything's like this. I can do it. Like there's some pathology there, right? Some psychology, it's it's kind of weird if you if you if, if life wasn't hard you, you 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 can't make it to the top of Mount Everest. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Could be it. Could be something something to that. But um, I don't know, man. I stopped I stopped worrying about that a long time ago. I just like to get punched in the face, bro. That's that's just <laughs> it's, I I don't I don't know I don't know what it is or what's what's the real thing. It's just there's something about getting getting my face smashed in and smashing other people that just that's just sits right in my brain, man. It's something that we were supposed to do or something that we were supposed to be. And I feel like, and you look into any, anything in, in on our planet, like any species of anything, and they all know how to do this. They all do this. They all like to hurt each other. They all like to kill each other. And this is what we were meant to do, man. This is why it, it just sits right for me. You know?
0: Um, I believe in myself to the highest extent, close quote, uh, Chris Montenu it's it's weird, because on one level I believe in myself to the highest extent, but on the other hand I'm like, I, I know my 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 origins or my roots, or I was the most insecure person ever. Not even like in a bad way. It was like that's all I was.
1: There was nothing I was confident about. Yeah, it's I, want, I feel the same way. You know what I mean? Like regardless of me saying I feel I'm super confident in myself, or some other people saying they should nobody's confident in themselves. In, in the end, like t- it would be a lie for me to say that I'm not nervous every time I go out there. It would be a lie to me for me to say, like, I don't, I, I ain't worried about getting embarrassed in front of a million people, a thousand people, whatever, whatever the case may be. You know, of course, I'm, of course, I'm, um, I'm super nervous and I have all my negativities and all, all the things that go through my head. But to an extent, man, there's, there's just some things that you just have to, you have to overlook to, in order in order to do anything anything great in any in any field whether it's whether it's business whether it's anything you know what I mean like you have to get past these things and there's I've done this for most of my life I've done this since I was 19 years old I'm 29 you know what I mean so that's half my life right now of me just being in there with guys that are there to kick my ass. Even in the gym, man, We're, I'm from Massachusetts, man. We all beat the shit out of each other. We talk shit in the gym. We we make each other look bad every day, man. So it's, it's not a place where you can just be like, you need to be coddled, man. I can, I've never been needed to be coddled from the time I was in high school wrestling to the time I'm training to be, be in the UFC. You know what I mean? I've never had to be coddled and it's something that's got me very far in life.
0: There's these two kids in my, in my, um in my son's jiu-jitsu class who, like, and he goes a lot, you know, minimum three days a week, usually six days a week. And therefore I have two four-year-olds and a seven-year-old and there's two kids who are like in each of their classes that cries every class. Are those kids, the pussies or are those kids, the dangerous ones? <laughs> cause some days I'm like, God damn, those kids cry a lot. And then another, what pussies. And then one time my seven-year-old son said, Hey, you know why those kids cry? And I go, why? He goes, cause that means you're trying your hardest. I was like, "Oh shit," yeah. you know, like,
1: <laughs> but you all
0: up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I gotta watch out. You don't want me talking shit about some little kids I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: did when you were a little kid, did you were you a crier, and you so, grow up to be a badass, or what happens?
1: I I never really competed when I was little. You know what I mean. Like I played a little football and stuff. I didn't get I didn't find this stuff until I was in high school. You know what I mean, and it's it's, there's a lot of times where you want to, fu- you want to feel like that. You know what I mean? Like you're getting your ass kicked and it's, it's one of those, it's one of those things, man. Like, I don't know what they do on a daily basis. I don't know what they're going to become. Um The way I've always looked at it is, dude, you have to just take it on the chin, regardless the crying stuff. I, I don't, I don't really get behind it too much, but some kids just don't like to lose, man. That's it's a, it's, it's a true feeling inside where losing really hurts your soul. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what you've, what, what, what sports you've played or something like you never lost and not felt like that, man. So I don't, I don't hate, I don't blame them for crying or something, man. I've, there's been plenty of times where I get my ass kicked, man. And I, I just know like, this is everything that I've ever wanted to do. You know what I mean? There's been a few times in, in fights where I put it, I went out there and gave everything I had and it was, it was still too short, man. And it was, That's, that's, that's everything that I've ever wanted. You know what I mean? Everything I was dreaming, I was dreaming to be in the UFC. I was dreaming to be, be a champion. When you lose, it kind of feels like you're getting knocked down that pole. Like that dream's never going to come. You know what I mean? So I don't know what what people are going through or what they feel or what their mental, mental aspects in their life are like, or what their family life or whatever, whatever it is. So I don't, I don't blame anybody for that, but at a a certain extent, man, when you get a little older and you got to just, just got to take in and, and keep grinding.
0: Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Chris Mantinho, which which looks like um Chris Montinho, Mantin- but but Chris yeah. M- Ma- M- Mont Montinho, right? Like you, Mutinho, yeah, Mutinho, Mutinho. Yeah. Continue. Um. So it's 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 a, it's a really interesting story. For so those of us, I, I I don't know if I'm a diehard MMA fan, but I'm a diehard UFC fan. I spend three hours every Saturday watching that shit. It's the only TV I watch. I interview a bunch of the fighters. Um. And, and I don't know. It's a guilty pleasure. I I feel like it's almost not right how much I'm into. Watching other dudes fight, Um, but there's a guy in the UFC, and he is for some reason a superstar. He hasn't um, fought—I mean, he's fought a lot of a lot of guys—and he's climbed his way up to becoming. um, uh, You know, I guess people might want to talk of him as like the next Conor McGregor. Not only is he great, he has his own style, but he has his own attitude. You know, he's a stoner; he flies in on his own jet—that kind of shit. And in the last minute of one of his fights recently, uh, his, his partner pulled out, his, his competitor pulled out. And this guy you're looking at right here with 10 days notice stepped in. It's kind of like the Rocky. What was it? Rocky. Yeah, it three. could be Rocky
1: one, Rocky two. It doesn't matter. We
0: don't want it. <laughs> and, and Chris stepped in to fight this guy and not, not and Instagram followers don't mean shit. Well, they mean something, but just to give you kind of a relative comparison, um, th- this guy had millions of followers and Chris had 1100 followers. And so the, Chris is thrust onto, and he's a seasoned fighter. There's no doubt. It's not like he was just thrown to a shark, but Chris was um, put on. uh, He wasn't in the UFC. And then all of a sudden, bam. And if I, if I did my research correctly, he's given a four fight deal, which made me so happy to hear that, that they didn't just try to give you one fight and kudos to your manager for, for doing, getting that. And uh, all of a sudden the whole world is introduced to Chris. Um, Chris, maybe this is going to show how little I know about fighting. And what an idiot I am. But <laughs> I think if there's a six round, you win that fight.
1: Uh, I, would ho- I would hope the f- thing in my head that it would be like that. Who knows? Maybe, maybe I go out there two more rounds. Get or was it
0: a fourth fight. round? Or was it a fourth round? Was that a three? It was a three round fight. Three right. rounds, if there was a fourth round, I say you win that fight.
1: I would hope to think that, like I'm saying, like I would hope to think that, man. Maybe I go out there and get another round of getting my face punched in. Who knows, man? I can't. I don't do speculations or okay, or any of that stuff or what what could have happened or what wouldn't happen in that last thirty seconds or like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people being like, "Oh, you would you could have landed that." Po-. It doesn't matter. It didn't happen. It didn't right. it didn't happen. Nothing happened. I lost the fight. I lost the fight. I got. I took a beating. But it is it is what it is, man. I was that was ten days. I I I've gotten. Uh, a hell of a lot better since then um and that's why we fight again you know what i mean that's why why, that's why there's other fights you know what i mean i'm gonna go out there and in my next one and and try to show the world that i'm one of the best fighters in the world man i'm not just a punching bag that walks forward you know what i mean i can take a punch i can give a punch and uh this is this is what i've I've dedicated my life to and 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 why I, i will be remembered as one of the best to ever do it
0: in, in, in sorry i know you said you don't speculate and if you start getting aggressive i'll back off but I guess <laughs> your leg kicks were if, if you could go back if you could go back or or when you fight him again will you just leg kick the fuck out of him like it seemed like you would let it seemed like first of all his hands don't like your face every time you hit him in the face he, he didn't like it there's there's a video on youtube with just video clips of you hitting him he didn't, like, take any of your punches so good. And then you kick him. I mean, I'm just thinking, holy shit, if he could go back and just would have kicked him, he, he, I think he could have just won that fight.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of things I could have done differently, man. Like, instead of just walking forward and thinking I could just walk through everything, it was like I could – my feints, I usually set up with my feints a lot more. Um, I could have used my wrestling. I was a wrestler before I was was ever a striker, you know what I mean? I could have used my wrestling a little bit more. My jujitsu game's pretty good, so – could have I could have brought it to the ground a little bit more, and I was landing the leg kicks though. I landed um, a good thirty something leg kicks or something like that, whatever. With 18, 20 leg kicks or whatever, but and they were all they were all doing damage, man. I could have kept the, setting up the leg kicks a lot more, but you know what it is, man. In in that in that in that time frame, man. In the time that I was in there, man. His coach, his corner was talking a lot of shit, man. I'm from. I'm from where I'm from. So, like, when you talk shit, man, I just, my, my, the blood boils. You know what I mean? The blood boils, and then we stop thinking. You know what I mean? There was, there was no thoughts in my head. The only thing we were thinking is, yo, this is going to be a hockey fight. We're going to grab, we're going to grab the shirt and we're going to swing. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's about it. You know what I mean?
0: um look at man people know who you are how was the ice cream sandwich that's that's some like fucking obscure reference (laughs) and and that's in reference to the to you were saying that the first thing that you ate after the fight was an ice cream sandwich
1: yeah so there was like a video after after the fight like we got to the hotel because i had to go to the hospital afterwards they forced me to go um get my brain checked out and everything else so i didn't get home we didn't get back to the hotel until like nine o'clock or something like that and then um like we kind of like, we're trying to get ready and couldn't really go anywhere. So like in the lobby, they had some ice cream sandwiches or something like in the fucking, so I just grabbed something real quick, <laughs> just shoving my mouth. You know what I mean? I'm a fat kid at heart, man. I just, <laughs> I,
0: I don't do believe that. that. <laughs> I don't see any chubby pictures of you. You're a fucking lean, mean fighting machine in your Instagram. You can see it,
1: bro. I can show you, bro. My, my date, my weekly, my weekly diet ain't great, but we're tuning it back now, man.
0: Um, when uh, I was looking back um, yesterday, as I'm as I'm digging through just interview after interview, uh, O'Malley did say that two months later his knuckles were still sore. And what's interesting is he I think he got a six month medical suspension, and you got a two month medical suspension. For those of you who don't follow the UFC, that it's not uncommon, but it is it is interesting that you only got sixty days and he got you know one hundred and eighty days, and and yet he won the fight. I mean, he, yeah, it's it's, pr- it's pretty impressive.
1: Well, the Portuguese man, we just made out of, we got big ass heads, and they made out of <laughs> rock. That's just what it is, bro. We, 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 we ain't the smartest group of people, but we still fucking come to come to bring it. You know what I mean? That's that's just the way it is, bro. Um, the way the way I look at it, bro, it, it is what it is, man. I was I was I was I was in my head, man, in my delusion, uh. I was made to do this. You know what I mean? I was made to do this. I was made to fight and I was made, I was made to, to bring pain and, and, and do damage regardless if I win or lose, man, I'm going to put on exciting fights and, and come out to hurt people. And that's, that's all, that's all I've ever wanted to do. You know?
0: Yeah. My delusion, like Joe Rogan, ain't got shit on me. So I, I fully, <laughs> fully, uh,
1: I feel you a hundred percent. Um, How long have you been with blaze? Um, so I would started dating her in like high school a little bit and then, um, broke off for a little bit. So in, in my, in, in, in total, uh, knowing her and being with her and stuff off and on, it's, it's been like 10 over 10 years.
0: Yeah. Uh, I had the, I'm, I'm married now and me and my wife had on and off, but I give myself like credit for like the off time too yeah like people are like how long you been together I'm like 23 years my wife's yeah. like but there was a section there i'm like quiet, quiet. Yeah. <laughs> i'll give you another section <laughs> up yeah. again be another section where we, where we weren't together uh and it, so so she's seen you so she knew you as a 19 year old boy is way different than a 29 year old man
1: yeah yeah for no for sure she's known me she's known me actually since i was 17 years old 17 years old and it's without her, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be here. You know what I mean? I was a, I was a useless human. Like before I didn't know how to, didn't know how to cook for myself, didn't know how to do anything. Literally was like a less than a boy, you know what I mean? Until I met her and she's, she's taught me most of, most of everything in my life, man, without her, I, I really don't think I'd be here.
0: And, and what do you, can you tell me what in relationship to fighting? Cause it, it seems like it's a double-edged sword. So my wife believes in me no matter what I'm doing. Like sometimes she, she just believes in me. It's so crazy. And yet relationships are hard because especially young, I mean, not anymore. I'm 49, but like, but when we were together in our twenties, it's like, Hey, you were talking to that girl, or I read your text messages. Who's this bitch. And like, and yet you've been, you know, you knew her when you were 17 and you've had to go through all that. Right does does she is that how yours is too and, and like you're a, you're a professional athlete who there's so much on the line and there's nowhere to hide right in your sport there's nowhere to hide and I, I just can't imagine dating a like the the discipline it would require to be the mate of a fighter like it's fight camp but you know your 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 boyfriend's cheating on you or your girlfriend's cheating but you just can't can't say anything like it's not time to fight with them. Right. Or I, 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 maybe I shouldn't use that as example, but you know what I mean? It's not, yeah. it can't be like an hour before the fight, honey, I really want to change the sheets. I think we should go with green. Like, huh? <laughs> shut the fuck. Like someone get punched <laughs> in the throat for that saying that I feel like.
1: No, there's always going to be going to be issues and, and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it is this, this stuff is more less likely that I'm going to, I'm with, with like cheating or anything like that, because I'm an ugly ass dude and I don't know how to talk to people. So, yeah, that, ain't, that, ain't, that ain't the biggest problem. It, yeah, That wasn't my problem either. <laughs> I'm ugly as hell. So it's, it. but it's, it's, it's just, it's a lot of time has to be dictated into, into training. And I give up most of, most of my, most of my week doesn't go to like, I have to still try to find, figure out how time to hang out and time to do all the, all the other shit. But there's a lot of time that goes into, into the sport and, it's doesn't it doesn't take it doesn't take any prisoners you know what I mean there's there's times where you you, you know that it's somebody else's thing and you got to just dictate your time to training you can't say no you can't go out and be like yeah I'm just gonna take this day off and go go no you have to train like seven days a week you know what I mean because this ain't this ain't this ain't a game so but in with in all that man she's been the most supportive human being that I could ever find you know what I mean she puts a puts goes through with everything and she she doesn't she doesn't make this hard for me she if anything she makes it easier man she's the one that's talking all like now she's talking all the ufc people she's talking to my manager for me she's doing all these things along with having a full time job and working and 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 doing everything that she does man she's she's the most amazing person in the world and without her again i wouldn't i wouldn't be here going through all the hard hard any hard times we've ever had man it's it was it was all worth it because without her i wouldn't be here man um how do you get a manager (laughs) you just i don't know i'm sure it's like anything else man you just like (laughs) you you do do all right some somebody wants to sign you man i'm i just i'm lucky enough to have one of the best managers in the business man i'm i got i got with tyson tyson chart here about right when i turned pro right about right like a couple fights into my pro my pro career um i was fighting for right after i fought for the ces world title and then um, I go with him, and he 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 manages guys like Rob Font and uh, Calvin Cater. He's also their coach and stuff, and he's 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 done nothing but great things for me, man. I don't, I'm I'm very I'm very blessed to be being this team and um being being able to to do what I want, do what I want in the sport, and do what I, hopefully do this for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, Tyson. Yeah, Tyson. Yeah, Tyson. There you are on our screen, Tyson. We've been bugging Tyson to come on the podcast for yeah. I don't know uh, since nineteen seventy nine. He's got he's he gotta be to be a little sperm now. swimming up, <laughs> and he's great. He, I mean, we go back and forth. I think we probably have like a hundred DMs back and forth. Me trying to get him on. Um, it, it, what 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 two? What great guys? You just dropped two crazy names, right? Calvin Cater and, and Rob Font too.
1: Yep. And he has more guys than just that, man. He's got Will Knight. He's got um, a lot of guys on the on the low end, on the like not in the UFC yet that are that are savages, man. Like Tom Tommy Pags and my boy uh, Mitch Raposo and and my all these other guys, man. That you don't even know yet that this guy sponsors, that this guy uh, manages, and that are gonna be that are gonna be big, man, super big, and. I'm just so happy that New England's becoming a hub for MMA again. You know what I mean? Back when I started and I I started under uh George Rivera. He was in the UFC for 10 plus years, you know what I mean? There was there was only a few guys. It was him and there was there was Mark, like Mark David uh, Marcus Davis and Joe Lozon and Kenny Florian. Other than that, you didn't really know anybody from Mass. There was no there was not many guys. So it's just cool that we have so many names now. We have so many names, so many young kids around here that can look up to and, and and try to be here and that are probably better than us, you know what I mean? And I'm just super excited.
0: When you saw Cater and Holloway fight, um I'm assuming you watched that since that was your boy.
1: Yeah. No, I, I watched
0: it for sure. What was your like thoughts on
1: the fight? It is it was a scary fight, you know what I mean? But like Did you know he was that tough? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you you can see all the dude. There's nobody in mass that ain't that tough. You know what I mean? We a bunch of dogs up here, bro. I'm telling you, like I I, we're the like yo, you like I don't know if you watch watch Game of Thrones. This is the North, bro. This is the North. This is what they were talking about. We we all different different breed up here, bro. We a different breed, but it's uh yeah, I knew he was tough, man. I knew he was tough. That's still that was a crazy fight. You know what I mean? That was a crazy fight. Of course, you don't cringe a little bit when you watch it, but there's no time in my life. Where if I was in that situation, would ever, would ever stop a fight because that dude's a dog. He's coming back swinging. He's throwing punches still to the end of it, the end of the time. And he's a, he's a monster, bro. He's a monster. So that, and we all go through that, those situations. You know what I mean? We all go through these situations. Calvin's got another tough fight coming up and you're going to see. Who's he got? Who's he got? He's got, I think, I think he's got Giga next. Giga, Giga, Giga Chikaitis. Oh I can't right! Say, I can't even say the dude's name, but he's another tough dude, and I think I think you're gonna see a probably probably gonna see a completely different Calvin that's gonna come out and and put the beat the brakes off this dude. You know what I mean? This is this is what we do, man. You take those tough fights, you take those ass whoopings and you just learn, bro. You just learn and get better.
0: Well, Calvin looked unbeatable until until hit the Holloway fight. I mean, there's no question he's. I mean, man, he's future champion material. He's gnarly. Yep he he, and and rob font holy shit and you know what's crazy about the rob font fight i mean i i think that was the best jose aldo i've seen in five years that was and and he hung with him i mean I, i can't believe how good jose did i mean don't get me wrong jose's amazing but i really thought Font was font looked on fonts crazy yeah his body's crazy
1: now, front some fonts a monster bro and it's kind of
0: huge when you're standing next to him like does he feel like the the biggest small man you've ever been next to i mean he just looks huge on tv
1: he's, he's definitely a big 35er he's he's a big 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 dude um i'm a, I'm a small 35er so it, it's not much saying next to me but he's now nah, he's definitely a big dude he's a big dude calvin's a, a really big dude at 45 too so it's it's crazy to see these guys make the weight and and uh still do it and and jose bro getting to fight jose is it's just that's like fighting a dude that that guy is is the epitome of like dude doesn't matter what happens in your career man you can always improve like that guy was looking bad be- he was looking like he was f- dwindling off for a few years and now he's just he looks better than he ever did even when he was the champion you know what i mean so it's just crazy man this sport is the weirdest sport it's not even a sport this is what i try to this is what i try to tell tell everybody it's like I've, I've i've boxed i've done i've done like a little bit of everything and like there's others those other some of the other ones are they feel like sports this stuff is this ain't this ain't a joke man everybody's changing bro the the technology the science behind this stuff's changing nutrition all this stuff and people are just they, they're going until they're in their 40s to 50s bro some of these guys and they're still monsters like it's crazy bro the sport
0: and, 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 and how about the approach in the ring too? It seems like even knuckleheads like me who aren't fighters – who have no toughness in them at all. I even see stuff changing like the kicks and the way the elbows are and the amount of spinning that happens and the way, the different way, like some, some, it goes through phases. Sometimes there's a ton of fights that take place on the fence. And then, you know, uh, um, uh, Connor did that shoulder to Cerrone. So then we started seeing a ton of shoulders and then like the ground and pound will be big for a few months. And it just seemed like, wow, this thing is just constantly evolving. Like if you leave the game, I'm like, holy shit, how do you come back?
1: Yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't really. I don't know, man. It's great. The, the the tactics, the, the styles, they all change almost, almost periodically. Like every, it's like, it's like anything else, like any kind of business, there's like, there's quarters. Like that's yeah. what it is, bro. We're in like the second quarter of the fucking year and these motherfuckers are all doing calf kicks and right. then we, do, we see like 80 fights with a calf kick and then somebody learns how to defend it, learns how to defend yeah, it, yeah. smashing everybody's <laughs> legs open. And the, the whole fight changes, dude. It's the craziest thing, bro. But, that's that's why I love it so much, man. There's no there's no time to chill, man. You always have to be there and you always have to be ready, or else or else they're gonna leave you behind.
0: Uh, are you? Um, I know your next fight isn't until March. What what happened to your October
1: fight? I read that you pulled out because you were injured. Was it your toe? No. So I, I i had a broken I had a broken toe right after the fight, and that kind of healed up. And I got the I got the fight in October after my suspension was up. And I was ready to go, man. I was on a – I was, like, training. I was doing, like, five days, and I felt great, man. I was ready to go. My cardio was good. Everything was – the weight was going down. And then uh, I was in a – I was at – I was sparring at Lausanne's MMA. Um, and uh, the, the lamest kick, it was like, It was just a little kick. The kid didn't even throw it that hard. It just hit me on my rib the right way and uh, either blew it up or, or bruised it really good. And there was, like, five weeks where I couldn't even – I couldn't even do really anything, man. I, I couldn't even crunch. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, it was, it was just, it messed me up. So I couldn't really train. So we had to pull out of that one. And then I got into like some little depression. I don't really, I don't really know my meant. It was either cause it was, I don't know why it happened. I've never really had any, any mental anxieties or anything like that. So it came out of nowhere and I didn't really feel like training or anything. So then we had like I was, there was like a good two months where I didn't really do anything. You know what I mean? I didn't really train, didn't really, didn't really get to it. And then like, I, then I, I did all the, all the stuff. I talked to my, talked to my girlfriend, talked to, talked to some people, got some, got some little self-help books and I got back, I got back on the bike. You know what I mean? So now, now I've been training good the last couple months, hard, super hard, got back into a full swing of things. And then, uh, my, my manager, I told him that I would be ready by, by January. I, I told him, now, let's push it a couple months. And then right right after that, he found me this fight in, in March, man. And it's was a blessing in disguise. Good three months of just super hard training. I'm doing two, three days every day and just busting my ass, man. I'm going to be a complete monster when I go into that cage. And I can't wait. I can't wait to show you off. Uh, what, are, what are
0: five a days?
1: I was just training like five times a day, man. I would go in the morning. I would go go do something at the, at the gym. And then I would go, uh, during the, during the day, do some boxing and I would go wrestle. And then I would, I was just going hard, super hard, man. Super, super hard. And it was like, I don't know if that's what contributed to my body, just breaking down on me. But when I got hit, when I like, when I got hit with the, the shots to to the rib and it popped, it was kind of like all my, all the steam that I was building up just fucking deflated me. You know what I mean? I don't know what this, what the situation was, but, it it messed with me a little bit.
0: Um, when you do five a days, how many times do you shower? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that can't be good for the environment well, if you're shaving five times a day. You got like a uh, maybe you guys don't have a water problem there, but here in well, California, yeah. you can't this take five sh- showers a day. You no,
1: not five showers a day, bro. <laughs> one, one big one at
0: the end. Just one oh, big yeah, one at just- the end yeah if someone doesn't like it you stick in midday so it's just so it's just one at the end just clean the mess up at the end (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. you
0: can't you can't sleep sweaty right like i hate sleeping sweaty even like sometimes i'll work out really late at night like at 11 45 and then i'll be so sleepy but i'm like i gotta rinse off i I don't i can't sleep sticky yeah
1: no no definitely not man definitely not I, i i actually like to sleep fucking freezing realistically bro it's it gets but we get real cold up here i don't know what you guys get over there in california but
0: 48 like as cold as it gets
1: (laughs) yeah yeah. that's freezing for us we we in that zeros down here bro we get we get the we get the real cold so
0: yeah i i like i like cold sheets though and i'm a i'm a chronic um a pillow flipper like i could flip the pillow every 10 minutes yeah the colder the better
1: yeah no like lately i've just been like Popping something before I go to sleep and just pass the fuck out. Oh, what do you mean? Like, like what do you mean? Like, like an edible? Like oh oh oh. Yeah, right before bed, just so I can go knock out really. Do sick. you
0: do you only do edibles? Do you smoke anything?
1: No nah, I don't smoke anything
0: because you don't want um that shit going in your lungs because you need your cardio.
1: No, nah, I just don't like to be high. Really, I, oh. I'm not. am not a guy who like really likes that. I just I just do it before bed because it zonks me out.
0: Um, what does what that look like? To so, you're doing five a days. You get a fucking hurt rib, and then you go into a funk. It's two questions. Like, what that? I'm assuming that's like some story you're telling yourself in your head. Like, oh fuck, I was a th- hundred feet from the mountaintop, and now I got to go back to the bottom. Fuck that! I'm not climbing back up again. And then two was was there anything that any specific book or something you read, or was there that that made you? Blah, 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 what the fuck am I doing? Get back on your horse.
1: Um yeah, I'm still reading reading. Now. I'm started, I started like the David Goggin one. Uh huh. David Goggin one, David Goggins one, and I started started that. So I started reading that one and then taught, just taught like I'm not a big like I don't have a big like group of people i i have a very small group that i that i i associate with on a on a daily basis man i don't i'm not a very big people person like even this kind of stuff like this i keep saying this to everybody i keep saying it to every like all these fans and all this stuff is wasted on me dude it's it's wasted on me i got like friends that would that post like three times a day and do all this other stuff i'm trying to build this i'm like dude you i can go a month and you're not going to see anything on like i'm not you know what I mean? These I'm, I'm, fans are wasted on
0: me. That's the they're wasted,
1: why. bro. They're wasted. I understand we need this stuff to keep going and and build ourselves, but it's it's completely. There's so many other people that are more more worth worthy of fucking of having people follow them and stuff.
0: I disagree with that, yeah. but go on. I disagree. <laughs> you're you're pretty. You're. I watched a shit ton of your interviews, and I watch a ton of fake ass interviewers, and you never play their game. You stay real. And what's yeah. crazy is is as I was watching a bunch of interviews with sh- um, O'Malley yesterday, he changed. Changes his personality for every interviewer and he did himself a huge disservice going on with those clowns logan and jake paul and that's not to discredit them i'm stoked for them i'm happy for their happiness and their success i wish i had their money but like they're they're not they're just not real and authentic people um and you can see it in the games that they play in their interviews and i just watch in in in, in o'malley and in one interview to them is like making fun of you and in another interview he's giving you respect and it's just this You dude, you're you're the same dude in every interview, and you've got you've had been interviewed by some just complete tool bags, um. So so (laughs) I I think you deserve all the credit in the world. You are who you are. You're a fucking rock, dude. You're a fucking like you're a grounded motherfucker from what I could tell. So sorry, go on. I just had to stand up for you there. Yeah. So 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 david goggins you don't have a big circle and i cut you off go on no
1: that's all right so i yeah i don't have a big circle i have people that i really trust and people i truly care about and i talk to them you know what i mean like i've never been a guy who needs like go i'm gonna go to therapy or, or whatever not saying that's bad or anything I, I like i've been thinking about it a lot more lately but it's just like i trust the people i'm talking to the people around me and i trust my family and i trust just just my small group of friends and it's um it it's just helped it it's just helped me a lot man it's helped me a lot i've always been the guy that just keeps everything to himself and lets it build and and deals with it internally but uh th- like lately i've needed a lot more of just talking to people i think i just got a little burnt out i got a little burnt out of the years of just grinding and grinding and grinding and it's just and uh, another thing was like I I got to where I wanted to be, you know what I mean? Like I made it to the UFC, and which is something I've I've dedicated most of my life to doing, and trying to be like a Hall of Famer and a world champion and all this stuff that I that I have in my brain. And when I got there, I just like you know like when you watch a movie and you build up build it up in your head, like this movie's going to be the best movie in the world. And you get there, and it's like it's it's it doesn't feel the same. It's not as good as you thought it was going to be. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of the thought in my brain when I got there. Like I got to the UFC. I fought a crazy fight. Everybody's kissing my ass, like uh, at first, and I'm like, I'm "Like, oh, this is it. This is what it felt like." You know what I mean? Oh, that's crazy. That's cool. All right, now what? Now what? And then it was like that was that was that was fighting in my head a little bit. You know what I mean? I was dealing with that in my brain, and I was like trying to be like, "Bro, you you you're not even there yet." You know what I mean? You just this you just got here. Why are you going to give up right now? Because if I if I go through this stuff and i i i I flake on myself and i don't work hard and i don't that'll kill me man if i don't give it everything i have right now after giving my whole life and dealing with all the bullshit and dealing with never knowing if i'm gonna make it or anything so that that was what what i was dealing with and i'm okay telling the world that i have problems man i'm a i'm a human being regardless i'm the same person like like you said i'm the same person off and on this camera regardless you can talk to me on, outside of here I probably won't say much because I'm a shy shy person but I'm the same person off and on you know what I mean I don't have to make a fake persona if you don't like me you don't like me if you like me you like me that's 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 just the key that's the key to my life man i'm not gonna i'm not gonna change for anybody
0: Oh, I forget who the quarterback was. I'm not a football fan, but it's, this is like ten years ago. I saw a quarterback being interviewed on 60 Minutes, and he had won his third Super Bowl. And they said, "Hey, is this the best thing that's happened in your life?" And he said, "He he said going fishing with his dad was better than any Super Bowl he won." And I, I remember the I won a film festival in Park City, Utah, one year, and I got the award for best film from Selma Hayek and uh, Forrest Whitaker, the two stars that I looked up to, and after I won, I went outside and I called my mom and she's, and I was crying. She goes, what's wrong? I'm like, I just want to come home. Like this, is, I, I had that, this is like dumb. Yeah. I got, I, it was so much fucking work. And this is what I, like, I didn't, I yeah. didn't, wasn't even, it was empty. It was, it was crazy. And, and I fucked myself because I expected more. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. I like, I, I can, I can relate to it. But on the other hand, what a great experience you had to like, some people will never even get a chance to learn that lesson. Right. Because they won't have a goal, they won't pursue it, and they won't realize that when you get it, it's still nothing if you if you're not fulfilled somewhere else. Yeah. You don't have someone like Blaze in your life.
1: No, no, one hundred percent, man. And that's that's the key to it, man. This is what I've 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 started to focus on is just making my 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 outside of this this sport life better make every try to be the best person i can be to everybody, everybody everybody around me man i i go off the i go off the handle sometimes i got a little temper man i snap on people sometimes and i'm trying to just be a better person man i'm just trying to be a better person every day fine I, I i've been more into my into my with my lord and getting more in tune with that and just and just, just just trying to be just trying to be an all around better person but i'm i'm still I'm still now I refound re my love for the sport and I'm, I'm grinding super hard and I'm gonna be the next world champion I'm gonna be at either either at 35 or 25 wherever I end up end up going man'm I'm, I'm just I'm coming through these guys and you're gonna see exciting fights every time I get in there
0: Uh, I I want to, I want to talk about that, about you becoming a world champion. And I want to talk about specifically pressure, but before I go there, I want to go back to the, what you said, you're finding the Lord thing. Um, you're, 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 I'm not a religious guy at all, but your but your Instagram handle still freaks me out. And, uh, and, and then why, why Chris soulless? And, And then, and then in the same breath say, okay, so it sounds like you're working on your, your, your inner game, your deeper game, connecting more with a higher power. And are you going to have to change that? And then and then I see six posts ago you dressed up as the devil for uh, for uh, Halloween. Are you going to have to explain that when you go to the pearly gates? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that was, oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, well, I, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Who knows? Bro, I, I don't know what happens after this, bro. I don't know what, what he's going to take account of. But regardless, regardless of, of it, man, the soulless thing was just a that's joke. a
0: beautiful outfit, by the way. You guys look beautiful there. I love the colors. I just love everything about that, by the way. Go yeah, on, sorry. I
1: appreciate it. No, but uh nah no, it was the soulless thing was because I like anime. I like anime and I like all, all the all the old like um Mortal Kombat and stuff. It was we we started playing with like like um you know like uh Shang Sun from Mortal Kombat, he's like the soulless. Okay. He has, he has no soul, so it was just like stuff off that and shit, and we were playing with playing with joke, made jokes, and it kind of like people just liked hearing it and shit, and it just sounded 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 cool and shit. But like realistically, I don't give a shit what it says. You know what I mean? My name, you can just call. Him, I like I don't use that as a nickname when I go in the fight. I've never used a nickname and shit. Like I'm I'm just Chris, man. I'm the same stupid ass ugly dude from Milford, Massachusetts, bro. You can you can come here people are fucking I hide from people, you know what I mean? I hide in, in, in the back. I'm I'm this guy, man. I'm this guy. I'm I'm here, man. And whatever whatever happens after I die, man, if, if he's mad if he gets mad about me wearing a freaking super awesome <laughs> on Halloween, man, then he gets mad about it. And I'll I'll take I'll take whatever whatever comes. Any fucking sin that I've ever done if it if it hold, is held against me, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll I'll take what's going to come from me because I'm a man and that's what we're supposed to do, you know.
0: What when did that happen? I talk about on, that on my show a lot. And, and we open the show with saying like, "Hey, do you have daddy issues?" And your th- response was like, "Hey, I'm 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 like I'm past that." The in it, it, the way I describe it is there's a point in your life where everything is someone else's fault. Everything whether your uncle buck got to you, whether someone beat you up, whether your mom fucking didn't buy your shoes and you had to wear a girl's shoes. It's all someone else's fault. And then one day you have to wake up and be like, Hey, I have to take full responsibility and accountability for all this. It doesn't matter what anyone else did to me. Now it's mine. I have to stop blaming other people. I'm like, you were just saying it. You're, you, uh, you're saying I'll take full responsibility and accountability to God. If there's a God. And like, mm-hmm. how does that happen? Like, when did you realize it's all on you? How old were you, and wh- how did that happen?
1: Um, it, it happened around when I when I uh like eighteen, seventeen, eighteen when I started. Wow, now.
0: that's young. Yeah,
1: Amazing. I had I've always had great mentors and coaches. You know what I mean? Like my coach, my wrestling coach wrestled for wrestled D one. He was a very good. He was like an pretty much an all American. He was a, he was, a, he, was a, he was a very very good athlete and shit. And he put, he instilled that into me very, very young because like he made it very clear, like if you're not making weight, there was one time in, in wrestling my, my senior year, I was doing, I was doing pretty good and I was cutting a lot of weight. I was cutting like 20 pounds to make, to make my weight class. And there was one time, one time it wasn't like the biggest, most important match. And he was like, I was like, I didn't feel like cutting weight. So I woke, up, I woke up that morning and I was like over and I didn't really feel like doing it. So I was like trying to play it off until we got on the bus. And I still didn't, I was like still a pound and a half over or two pounds over or something like that. And it was like, I wasn't going to tell him. And then I told him like, right when we got to the, the venue and I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I'll just, I'll just wrestle next week at States. He was like, no, you're going to go run right now. And if you don't, if you don't make weight, if you don't make weight, you're not wrestling next week. Now wrestling next week, and that was everything that I worked for all year—to just do states and and try to be a state champion. You know what I mean? So that's when I ha- I grabbed every sweat thing I had, started running up and down the mats, wrestling, grabbed the teammate, wrestling. I ended up making the weight, and he was like, "Oh, you lucky bitch!" You know. <laughs> It was like, that, that was about it, man. And that was, after that, I was like very, very understood that like, I have to hold myself very, I have to hold myself to a very high standard. I have to hold myself mm. ab- above myself and look at, look down and be like, kid, wh- what are you going to be in the future? What do you want to be? And there's still days where I'm, ve- I'm a very weak. I'm a very weak man. You know what I mean? Like we're, we all have weaknesses and whether we want to w- accept that or not, we have, at some point we have to look at ourselves and be like, Damn, that's something I gotta really work on, or else it's gonna it's gonna tear me down. And it's it's something that's uh, over the last couple of years has made my life a lot better, and it's also made my life a lot harder. Man, I, I go mm. in I go in a, I go in days, and I'm like, I really just don't feel like doing, really feel like working on myself. And then I got, I'm lucky to have people that I care about and people that I love and to, to to yell at me and be like, kid, like get get your ass out of bed and you got to do this shit. And um, what do you like to do to warm up? Um, in your gym, uh, do you have a
0: favorite warm-up? Um, uh, I've do you been, warm up or you're 29? <laughs> fuck it. You're, <laughs> just, you're like I a panther that just hangs out in a tree I don't, and, and gazelle goes by and you attack.
1: Yeah, I don't usually warm up. My 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 stupid ass, like I watch some of these guys and they, they train like like pure for, pure for professionals and stuff. Now that I've been in like i I've, – I've been in like – they warm up. They do all the crazy warm-ups and they set up and they get ready. Now that I've been like – I started at a boxing gym. Near mine that just like they're just boxers and it's uh it's called uppercuts uppercuts boxing club, and they so now I go into the gym and before we even work out we got to do the the twenty minutes of jump rope and we do all this, so I'm I'm getting more more into understanding what a warm up is like and what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to be training a little bit so it it means a lot but like I go to a lot of MMA gyms man we're all just like meatheads bro we're just meatheads we just come in we just work and we just. We beat the shit out of each other every day, man. That's you walk out of there with backs hurting, your necks hurting, your heads hurting, but it's it's what I it's, it's what I love, man. I I would I I love the fact that I'm a meathead because if I wasn't, bro, I wouldn't be here right now. You guys wouldn't you guys wouldn't want to talk to me, and, right? And I wouldn't be where I am.
0: I love right. your authenticity Chris and I have some bad news I think you're going to gain a lot more fans with how authentic you are because <laughs> hearing the way you speak has given me more confidence I'm like if this guy is working through that and his and he's saying he you know has self doubt and he's in there smashing people up which I have no chance in hell of doing then you know I could get over my shit pretty easily you know
1: Yeah I I feel you but it's like I I know some people that would never would never would never freaking fight but are, are much much tougher than I am, you know. I mean, they might never want to do a fight, and that's what I hear all the time. Like, oh, well, you're scared to do that, but you you go in there and punt It's a different thing, bro. It's any any person, bro. You give them enough time in the gym, they could fight. You give them any time in the gym. Like my girl, my girl will jump out of a plane. She'll do all this shit. She makes me, sw- she makes me swim with sharks and shit. And so like, I'm like, you're, you're a psychopath, bro. Cause like yeah. I'm scared the entire time, dude. I'm going to shit myself. But, but, but fucking fighting, fighting to me is, it's the easiest thing we do. Everybody can do it. Everybody can do it. Anybody can get good at it. It just takes time. I'm not God, I don't believe him. I'm telling God. you, anybody can. Anybody, Dude, I'm My the whole butthole
0: least. puckers when he says that. Like, I feel like I'm <laughs> going to have to go outside and fight someone. I feel he believes in me. I'm like, I'm ready to work now.
1: Yeah, for sure. 100%. Anybody can. I'm telling you, 100%. I'm not the least athletic person. I have no coordination. Now I'm in the UFC. You tell me how that happened.
0: Ah, uh, that's not true. God, you got great head movement.
1: I'm telling you, yeah, <laughs>
0: you do. You didn't show in your last fight, but you have great head movement. You have great <laughs> movement. Your body. I watched like three of your fights last night. you you have great movement. You're a fucking amazing athlete. And in it, in in your in your not that you have a bad record, but your record's not indicative of 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 how good you are either. It's yeah. crazy.
1: Well, the record dude, with the record, bro. I have fought the best in the world, man. Like half the kids on my record. Like two of them have been in the are in the UC. Tony Gravely, who I fought for a world title against, man, killing people in the UFC. Yeah. I fought I fought Manny Bermudez in my amateur career. In my amateur career, and he he's beaten some of the top top guys at one thirty five. So it it is what it is, bro. The records are records, man. It's that's why I love MMA too. It's not like boxing, bro. You don't have to be oh, 20 and oh to be to be right. one of the best fighters. You can lose. You can lose. Right it's where when you fight the best you lose it happens everybody's uh, not always the best look at look at this is our this guy's
0: th- this guy dylan Vowell. every he so he's an aspiring fighter every show every, I, I think so so just saying so you know, most of my most of my viewers are probably crossfitters chris are you familiar with crossfit
1: yeah i did it for a little bit okay she hard, man she is hard
0: yeah so this guy look at chris is a goddamn savage instant superstar i agree So good. I'm so excited for your next fight. Uh, Oh, okay. We're not going to talk about your next fight quite yet. Tell me about pressure. Tell me about pressure. When I first started watching MMA like seven or, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, um, one of the guys I was early introduced to was Colby Covington. And I just couldn't – like that was my first introduction to what pressure is. And then obviously the pressure you put on on, on, when you fight on people is just nuts. How do you – how do you do that? And has it, does anyone ever try to do that back to you? Can you explain to us what pressure is?
1: Like putting pressure on people? It's, yeah, it's just in my head, bro. It's just a vision. I, I just picture it like you ever play like a video game in their health bar? Yeah. I just, that's what I look at. I'm like, this dude don't have it. Bro. I, my, the only reason I fight is to have that five seconds. Like literally the five seconds after a fight where I know I broke that human being, I broke a human being in front of thousands of people. He's, he's not even a human anymore. That's what I, that's what I'm picturing. I want to break every person. And that's why I'm willing to go in there and take punches and come forward. And because I know punches don't hurt that bad. Like punches don't hurt that bad they just feel it's a different kind of pain that's like like you go in there and you take a freaking you get a tattoo that shit cuts and burns and everything and that thing hurts the whole time a punch just feels like a thud dude and you just keep going you know what I mean it's it doesn't hurt that bad I don't care how hard you hit man it doesn't hurt that bad and so I know when I'm going in and I'm putting the pressure and I'm coming for it I know that you're not uh, you can't tire me out you're not gonna tire me out I'm gonna keep coming and eventually you're going to break or i'm going to br- or or you're going to knock me out and those are the only two those are the only two options you're going to finish me or i'm going to keep coming and i might not win the fight but i'm going to come and it's going to be exciting and everybody's going to get their money's worth and i'm i'm going to know you're going to know afterwards that you're not going to ever want to fight me again you're never going to want to fight me again john doesn't ever want to fight me again regardless of what he says he kicked my ass kid doesn't want to fight me again nobody after they fight me is like yeah we'll go we'll go we'll go do another 5 rounds we'll go do another no, you're not going to want to do another five rounds. You because know. of the pressure.
0: Because of just – you're
1: always coming forward. There's nowhere for them to hide. Forward, always working. I don't get tired. I, I don't get tired. I don't – I've been in multiple fights. I, I, I had this understanding after – so getting tired in a fight, man, is because you just don't know how to control your breathing. You watch You watch guys that run marathons and, like, iron Ironmans and all this stuff. They can go run sick th- – for, for a hundred miles, they can run five minute miles. Does that mean they're in, in, in crazy, in crazy shape? Of course they're in crazy shape, but if they go into an MMA fight and do 15 minutes, they're going to be, they're going to be dying. It's because they don't understand mm-hmm. how to breathe and how to control. So I, I listen to all these guys and you look at all these guys in the UFC and there's a lot of guys that are ripped up. They look like shit and they're tired in 10 minutes. You watch a Conor McGregor fight. He's tired in in after the first round and a half, he's in better shape than I am a hundred percent. The guy has fucking an eight pack and he's fucking huge. What does that mean? Dude, I I can go do 15 minutes and not even breathe. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean anything to me. Like that is a mental, that is a mental delusion. I know what I'm getting into when I go into a fight. I know what I'm doing. I know how to breathe when I'm in a fight. I know what times I can rest, what times I can't rest when I can control the, when I can control the pace. If I need to slow it down, if I need to speed it up, you know what I mean? So getting tight, this, this whole shape thing, I did that last fight on 10 days notice. You think I was in shape? I was eating McDonald's a week before the fucking fight. You know what I mean? Like I, I wasn't, I was getting ready for a fight in, in August, which was a m- month and a half later. You know what I mean? So like to tell me that you can, you're in better shape, like the, the, oh, you're in shape. I'm in shape. Like, You just don't understand how to control this shit. Like he was tired last fight. He was tired and tired after the first round. What are we talking about? You should never get tired. This sport is something I've done for 10, 10 plus years. I've done this since I was 19 years old. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been doing this sport for a very long time. And I have this, I have this stuff understood to know that, if I get into that cage, you're not going to tire me out, and I'm going to keep coming forward regardless of what happens to me. Man, I, I've, I've dedicated myself to brain damage. I've dedicated myself to to death if, I, if it comes to that point. I'm willing – like you hear a lot of guys, they say, I'm willing to die, I'm willing to die, I'm willing – you're not willing to die because when it, when that situation comes, you don't keep going. You don't keep going. I'm ready to do that if I have to, man. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die in a spectacular way, and that's, that, and that's the way I believe. And that's what I believe in, how, how I'm willing to go.
0: Um, so I want to talk about breathing. Can you tell anyone what it is about what you know about breathing? You alluded to the fact of knowing when to push and when to pull back. And, the, and then the second part to that is do you see people like Colby who have that same pressure that you have? Are you guys doing the same thing? Is it, is it all would, – would he answer the question the same way?
1: i don't know do i don't i don't know i can't exp- i can't explain it how, what i feel how i how i figured out what i can't really explain it man and i say this to a lot of guys that i train with and stuff i i don't i don't know what kobe's doing kobe's another monster in himself you know what i mean he's another monster in himself he he does this he does this shit and that motherfucker doesn't get tired at all man he Kamaro's another one man to fight those guys and to see those those guys move the way they move at the highest levels and and shit, I don't know what they're doing or what they're going through. And I don't really understand what I'm even doing, man. It's just something that I, I know I can do. Like if I go into there, I know what I'm feeling when I'm in there. I know if I go into a gym and go do round after round after round, I'm not I'm the last one on the mat. I'm not even breathing heavy. You know what I mean? And then there's days where, but if you tell me to go do 100 burpees or do this fucking any of the CrossFit shit, I'm going to be dying on, on the floor. So I know it. there's something, there's something about, about what I'm doing, the sport I'm doing and the amount of time I've done the sport to know that when I'm in there, I know how to move maneuver within that sport. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain it. I, I can't give you the answers that I I think you want to hear. I don't really know, but I know that I have this thing that dialed in.
0: Um. So it's something that at bare minimum, we can understand it is it's something that you're hyper conscious of. Yeah. Like um, I'm like super duper aware of my nose because it's so <laughs> fucking heavy and pulling me forward at all times. <laughs> you are super duper aware of your breathing. When you're in a fight, there's you, your opponent and your breath. There's three yeah. of you in there. Yep.
1: Yeah. You're aware it, of it. I'm, yeah. I'm aware that when I, what I have to do when I, when I'm in the cage so that I'm not, I'm never never tired again like i i've been like i remember when i started in ma and all this shit and like you do one punch and then your arms are heavy and you can't move and you like you're like fucking trying to man- maneuver through a 15 the next 15 the next 14 minutes without without your arms at this point and i was like i got to a point where I, I i've been all over the world all over the country trained at some big gyms and stuff and i like go into these places like it happened a lot it happened the first time i went to albuquerque so i went to albuquerque one time And I went in there and everybody's telling me, oh, the altitude, the altitude, the altitude, oh, the altitude is going to, you're going to be dying. And I went in there and I'm like rolling with people. And I'm like, why am I not tired? Like, I'm like supposed to be tired right now. I'm supposed to be like, it's supposed to feel something else that I haven't, I haven't felt. And then um, after I came home and I was like, okay, cool. Okay. Maybe there's something to this. And then I started training and I started trying to figure out what the fuck was going on and I'm realizing I'm watching all, all my training partners got the hands on their knees or something like they're all fucking exhausted and I'm like I'm still moving I'm like all right man there's something to this bro you just got to keep you just got to you got to figure it out in your head and uh, it's it's just the last – over the last few years man it's just like fight after fight I, it just keeps getting easier and easier Would do you ever listen to audiobooks no nah, i'm starting to get i want to get into like I'm not the best reader and all that stuff. So I, I wanted to get into, I started getting into reading a little bit now. And maybe once I, once I figure it out, man, I'll, I want to be, I want to try to build my, build my knowledge as much as I possibly can. The first step is I need to, I need to start like doing all the things I hate first before I start getting into that. <laughs> Do <laughs> the things I hate first Ah, man.
0: you're a tortured soul By always making yourself better It's, yeah, it's, a, it's a I'm, great constant, right I'm trying
1: right now I'm trying it's
0: This awesome. constant, constant theme uh, Dylan Val, you have to have endurance To continually throw because it's part of your defense If you're too tired to breathe Let alone throw, then you'll get overwhelmed With punches and subsequently get KO'd From a fellow fighter True Ah uh, Dylan, um, you can – any comment you put, I'll put up there. You, you, you the <laughs> man, buddy. Um, uh, so, so you don't normally watch the fights, Chris? Like you wouldn't no- – on Saturdays? No.
1: No, because
0: – None of still- you guys do. None of the fighters watch the fights. What the fuck? <laughs> Too focused on their own fights themselves.
1: <laughs> no, it just – it becomes like I, – I just watch a lot of trash TV, man. I watch just trash TV and like reality shows and – and shit like i used to watch the fights i used to really be really big into them and then it's like any other sports i don't watch sports i don't watch football i don't watch watch basketball i don't i don't really watch fights man there's like the only time i really watch fights is when it's somebody i give a shit about you know what i mean if it's somebody i give a shit about then then i'll watch the fight like i like i'm gonna watch i'll probably watch randy's fight i watched a little i watched rob's fight you know what i mean like Those are the fights I care about because I have a personal interest that somebody I've met them before I know them I like care what they're doing but uh fighting to me it's just it's not it's not as like I rather do it obviously I rather do it than than watch it you know
0: yeah crazy Yeah.
1: yeah I don't really I don't really realistically I don't really care if like I'm not the kind of guy that sits on like i'm sitting like i want it it's it's jaded me the sport has jaded me a lot because i get like a lot now especially now like i get a lot of dms from from random ass people that are like being like oh what the what do you think about this person what do you think about oh what's happening with this one that i knocked that dude out or i'm like i'm like dude like this person i like i'm it's not my position to choose who's gonna win or what's gonna win because that's why we fight that's why they fight they're here dictating and like I see a lot of fighters do this to other fighters you know what I mean which is which is nothing but disrespect because we've all given most of our life to this. When we give up all of our time for this, we think like, this is something I, I truly love and something I've given my entire life to do. And I see fighters discredit me or discredit these people or discredit this guy who's doing the same shit. He's been dictating most of his life to trying to be a, a world champion and whether he makes it or not, it's not your fucking place. It's not any of these guys place to say anything about it. Man, this guy's a fucking does the same shit you do every day, every day. He goes to the gym. He trains, he gets his ass kicked. He's taking time away from his family, he's taking time away from his fucking brain that if he has kids and shit, that he's he's not gonna even fucking remember them in fucking ten years for all for all you know. So why the fuck are you discrediting everything that he's done for most of his life? And that's that's the shit that's that's jaded me in the sport. I see all these fighters talking shit and doing all this shit. I I tried to be I tried to be Conor McGregor back in the day. Every who fucking hasn't, you know what I mean? I wanted to talk a little shit and and be this shit. It's not me. It's not who I am, man. I found I found out this is why Again, like why I truly believe in God because every time that my fucking karma and I've tried to build these be, – be like one of these assholes, talk shit about all these guys and do all this shit, it's bit me in the ass t- time and time again, man. We've done all – I've done all this shit. I've gone through every bad choice that I've ever made has has backfired 110 percent, tenfold, man. There was times where I was doing stupid-ass shit, being a bad fucking person, and I almost didn't make it to this point. I changed my life. Got a new team. Got rid of all the drama in my life. Within a year, I'm in the UFC. You know what I mean? It's there's there's just things in here that I know for a fact, hundred percent, that have affected my life. That I know is because all that shit is 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 horrible. You know? How
0: long has Tyson been your manager?
1: Um, think since 2017. I think. It was when I fought for from right after I fought for my first chance at a world title, so I think it was like 2017, 2018,
0: something like that. Do you go into the gym every day, even if it's your day off?
1: Um, I try to do something. I I have a little setup at my house, so if I'm not at the gym, I'm usually doing something at my house. I got like a fucking, I got like a stationary bike, and I got I got some weights and and uh, like a, a reflex bag. So if I'm not in the gym, I'm I'm doing something regardless whether it's shadow boxing or something what bike do you have it's just a shitty one i got a uh, got online uh, i ain't again low budget bro we ain't we ain't buying no pelotons or anything like that over here Does it have the hand does, is it an assault bike does it have the handles no it's just a it's just a Reagan it's 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 sort of like a peloton just the cheaper version you know what i mean right uh what
0: did you do with your did you with your money your, you you want to uh fight the, the bonus you won what do you do with that
1: I haven't really done anything with it yet, man. I'm I still I've, I've just been trying to wait wait freaking pay, pay taxes on this shit and then then, we, oh, right. then we'll then we'll work. Man. I, I've never had I've never had money, bro. I'm, again, I'm just a normal dude. I'm just a normal dude from a normal place and never had money. Don't know what to do with money. Never was equipped for 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 any kind of excess excess. So I don't really know what to do with it. I got, got Got good people in my life. I'm gonna have that. Let let them talk talk to them and and figure out where where to go with this shit.
0: Um, the, I, I saw you know that company um, uh, which one of the vaccine makers, Moderna? Yep. I was I just saw an article that a year ago their stock was nineteen dollars and now it's three hundred and twenty nine dollars. So that's like five fifteen, <laughs> seven. It's gone up seventeen times. So that would have been like let's say, let's just round that 75 up to if uh a oh, hundred thousand. That would be like, it would be 1.7 million now. Oh, geez. Grace. I know. Crazy. Right. I know. That's how I feel too. Sorry. I don't mean to make you feel bad, but I feel horrible that I didn't invest in it. Even I think those guys are jackasses. I would have loved to have made some money. off yeah. them.
1: <laughs> no, for sure. But I don't know anything about, I've never like done in the stocks. I got a lot of, a lot of friends in the stock market and they're making money left and right. It just scares the shit out of me, bro. I don't, I'm like you should
0: you need to get uh, you need to you should flex your your star power now and like try to meet some people who are like just like Elon. <laughs> Elon, <laughs> um, what's up buddy? Uh can, can you help me with my investment? I said can you t- like he likes pet projects. You just need to do like that. Can I be your pet project? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I ain't. I ain't, I don't know. I don't know if I can go that
0: high up, bro. You can. Know. You can. I'm you totally, dude. I'm telling you, you're already like what <laughs> you've done is crazy. Okay, I, I I know you don't know everyone who's on the fight card, but I gotta ask you about some some this guy, this weirdo who's on the fight card. He's in the early. This fight card is crazy, by the way. It's no, nuts. It's a card. How? So this kid Ryan Hall, he's a featherweight. Are you familiar with him? He's in the early yeah. prelims.
1: Ryan Hall, yeah, yeah. The Jiu-Jitsu guy. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I know Ryan Hall.
0: He's fighting Derek uh, Miner, who is uh, coached by James Kraus. What are are people just freaked out to go against Ryan Hall because he's going to fucking end their career? He's going to do put him in that leg lock or whatever that thing he does and jack their knee up.
1: Yeah, man. If he gets if he gets it, bro, it's not much you can do about it unless you unless you really know how to do unless you really know leg locks. You know what I mean? He's one of the pioneers of leg locks, bro. The fifty fifty guard and all that all that other crazy stuff, man. If he gets you in that position, in those positions, man, there's not many guys on this on this on this planet that really know more than he does. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's he's a tough fight for anybody, bro, because it's one one mistake and your, your, uh, your ankle's gone, your knees gone. And now you, now you're on a six month, you're on a six month bed. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's a tough fight. He's a tough fight. Uh, he was actually on the card. I was on my, on the last card I was on, he fought, um, a couple fights before me. So yeah, he's a, he's a tough dude. He's a little, get, get a little wild out there, jump the way he, way he goes for him, but he's a, he's a beast.
0: Yeah, and then and then, it, but but because it's interesting. You said, I didn't realize he was on your card, but that was the card he got knocked out, right? And he yeah. got really exposed as a one trick pony.
1: Yeah, the guy he fought was really fucking good, though. He yeah,
0: that's Teporia, true. Taporia,
1: Taporia, whose kid's undefeated, and he's a monster, bro. So it's it's kind of like, and I think he's a black belt as well. So he probably know he knows how to defend him, and his hands are just a little bit better. But man, I don't. Again, I'm not here to take away from anybody. Ryan Hall is right. a monster, and he's. Good luck. Good luck to him. And hope, hopefully he can take it home and good luck to the other guy too. I don't really know who the other guy is. Um, How about this, this
0: freaking match on the prelim card, Pedro Munoz against Dominic Cruz. How the fuck is that on the prelim card? Does that, well, first of all, does that mean it's not a, like, is it, is it I don't, not disrespectful, but it would, when I think of the prelim, I think of it as like the fighters that aren't necessarily as big name as the people who are in the main card because the main card is what how they try to make money right or am i not thinking about it right
1: no i think well so he's he's on like the premier spot on the on the undercard so i think like he's like um he gets all the he gets all the main card promotion and the undercard promotion so he it's it's probably a pretty good spot and he's gonna get paid the same regardless of where he goes if he was on the ma- the last, first fight on the main card or the, or this spot. So he's going to get – who, who are you referencing? Dominic Cruz? Yeah, both Dominic of them. Cruz. Okay. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Whatever they were going to get paid, if they were on the main card or this, they're going to get paid the same. So it doesn't really change that. Okay. But he's getting – they're getting both the main card promotion and the undercard promotion. So it's usually like you see guys like, like Uriah Faber has been there before and other stuff when they could have easily been on the main card. But they – you get – you get in get on the you get on the undercard um and it's and it's usually like it's a free fight so more people will watch it but still either way like he's been he's been world champion he should have been on the under he should have been on the on the main card that fight should have been the first either the first fighter should be on the main card at some point but when somebody's making a lot of money bro making you a lot of money like like sean like of course he's gonna be on the main he's gonna be on the main card bro the guy makes Makes the UFC so much fucking money. So it is just what it is.
0: I mean, and there's other guys too. Look at Ty to Avassa's on the prelim, Dan, Dan Ege, Josh Emmett. I mean, it's nuts. Jordan Wright. I mean, it's just the prelim is nuts. Either yeah. that or it's just I'm just exposing that I'm actually becoming a fan and liking all the fighters, but those <laughs> have, like, seem like big names to me.
1: Yeah, no, there's, there's, this card is one of the best cards, best cards I've I've seen in a while, man. Tituvas is real, always really exciting. That Augusto Saki guy is um a really a really good fighter too. He fought one of my teammates, uh, Jorgen, and and uh, he's a tough dude. So it, it, there's a lot of great fights, man. But that just that's when you see cards like this, it just makes people want to buy them more. You know what I mean? Like you see a lot of guys, and it's like sometimes the undercard is more exciting than the main card. You know,
0: and and, and some. Like some of these guys are just waiting to be breakout superstars like Josh Emmett. He just he's a couple wins away from like being a, being a superstar
1: for sure. Yeah, He's a motherfucker too. Who is? Ige?
0: Oh yeah, 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 savage. Um and then you go to the main card, it, it, can, can we talk about Um Sean and and I don't know what this guy's name is, Ra- Raulian?
1: R- William Paiva. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any thoughts on this fight? Yeah, uh, like again, I don't care. I don't really know who's gonna win or what what that deal is, but that's a great fight, man. Rulion uh, actually fought his teammate the last last his his last fight. He fought Kyler Kyler C- Stephen. I don't really know the guy's last name is. I know his name's Kai, Ky- Kyler. But uh, who was who was ranked when this kid fought him? This kid used to be a 25er, and he's a, he's a beast, man. So I, I I think people are just like expecting Sean to just walk out there and knock him out, and it's kind of like. It's. I don't really see it that way, man. I see it, that kid's actually a really tough dude. He's a black belt. He's he's got good hands. He's he's a tough dude, man. So it's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be a really good fight. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, find out the next day who wins. You know what I mean? Well, what belt are you? I'm a, I'm a purple belt. And and do you, do you still do gi? Or are you all no gi? All no gi. Like I've always been no gi. We do like little rash guards things. That's why I don't really I don't really say it. Like regardless, if I put on a gi, I'd be a white belt. You know what I mean? I've never done gi. My coach, my first coach, George, only did no gi. He he was a black belt under Tim Burrell. So I I, I, I understand that. My coach, my coach now, Tommy uh, Tommy Teixeira, is a black belt under Tim Burrell, who's a who's a big name out out here in um. Out here in uh Matt New England, he, he got his black belt under uh, I think I think it was Machado, Carlos Machado. So yeah, man, I I know I I've never been the guy who really cared about belts or anything. As long as I can roll with these guys, that's all that I give a shit about. You know what I mean? If I can roll with the black belt, I'm I, I in my head I'm a black belt. You know. Should I pull my kid?
0: Should I start? So my kid does no gi. <laughs> my kid does no gi <laughs> once a week, and in all the tournaments, I make him do no gi. He fucking doesn't want to. You know, he just wants to either do no gi or gi. Doesn't want to do both. But I make him do both. But is that where we're going? And, and we had Nick, um, Nick Rodriguez on the show, and he only does no gi. Do you know who that is? Nick Rodriguez. Yeah.
1: Nicky yeah.
0: Rod- yeah is, is that the way to go? Is that is that some parenting advice you'd give me? Hey, just take the gi off.
1: It depends on what you... No, I, I'm not going to say that. Dude. Oh, Chris, come on.
0: Just say it. I know no, you're a nice guy. It, you don't want to hurt no one's what, feelings. Just it. depends just say on what
1: you want to do. What do you want to end up doing with it? Like He wants to like, protect his girlfriend in the back alley. Then, he wants to make then, out with
0: his girlfriend in a, back, in a in a dark alley and if someone fucking comes, comes that's along and no punches them out. No then. There's
1: no gee. <laughs> 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 Like, regardless, bro, like, re- realistically, like, if we're to, talking about a realistic a realistic approach, I would I would do no gi um for a fight fight aspect. That's what we do no gi. You know what I mean? Like right. your clothes, like a gi a gi a gi collar and a t shirt aren't the same. Like you can pull a gi collar all day and it's never going to rip. You pull a t shirt, it's going to stretch. You know what I mean? So realistically, yeah, you, the chokes and stuff for no gi are a little bit are a little bit more realistic. But dude, this it's good to have be able to have those goals and and try to get get to a black belt man it's it's it isn't it isn't that's especially like a lot of people like i i I go to i used to go to like teach at a lot of schools like every school that i've been to i taught most of the classes and i've been i've been a part of i taught most of the classes and do all that stuff like a lot of people that come in man can't stay with it because there's no incentive behind it you know what i mean there's like you need to have something it's the same thing like karate they get belted every time and stuff it's, it means a lot more when you know that you're working towards something and it makes people actually want to stay into it. When you don't have that goal, if you don't have that mindset where, you know, like my, my only thing in my head was I'm going to be fighting. I'm going to be fighting. So I don't care about a belt. You know what I mean? But if you don't have that, like, and I don't, I would, I don't say, tell anybody to fight. You know what I mean? I push, if I'm going to push somebody, I'm going to push them away from this because it's not, there's not a lot of money in it. And there's a lot of bullshit that you have to put up with to get to get to anywhere where you could make any money i don't know how you guys survive
0: i don't know how the fuck you guys survive incredible the money you won from your last fight not including your bonus won't can't even pay for your gas money
1: (laughs) yeah realistically bro, It's (laughs) (laughs) it's terrible bro it's terrible but this sport is uh hold on one second i gotta grab a charger real quick and,
0: and, I'm not, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hating. That, I'm not hating on the UFC either. When I say that, I'm just saying it's just. that It is what it is. I'm not. I'm not like, hey, fighters should get paid more or less. Like, fuck, I don't know the economics yeah, behind it. It's a hard way to make a living.
1: Yeah, it's like. Sorry, hold on one second, bro.
0: Yeah, you do you. This thing's. Um, my-
1: hey, Blaze. What's
0: up, girl? Hi. Life oh. good. Yeah, Blaise, do you ever just do you ever just stand do you ever just stand against the wall and just take your t-shirt off and just let blaze just unload on your stomach for an ab workout just be like uh, go she, she baby go
1: you about to unload on me right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you go in five minutes I'll let you go in five minutes I want to ask you a couple more questions I'll
1: let you go you'd be I great let you, go. I, you go. On, I just I had to get this charger real quick. I'm sorry.
0: You wouldn't be the first guest whose phone died and the interview ended, so don't worry.
1: I don't want to be that guy, though. All right, we're good.
0: Um, uh, let's talk about going down to 125. That's what Cody's doing, right, this weekend? He's a 135-er. He's already fucking a lean 135, and he's going down to flyweight, which is 125. Um, what is he... What what would it take for you to do that? Is that is that just horrible? I mean, ten pounds is so much.
1: I started at a twenty-fiver. You know what I mean? I started at a twenty-fiver. And I'm not always I'm not again, like I said, I'm not a very big thirty-fiver. So I very well could do it. I think. I probably could make make twenty-five. I just would need um somebody who really knows how to do it, a good dietitian, somebody who knows how to talk, tell me what to eat, when to eat. I'm not the most disciplined when it comes to my diet like I've said I'm starting to get an understanding and stay on it more but I I, I, like again like I said I'm a fat kid at heart you know what I mean I like I like fucking cake and cookies and and all that other stuff so I just need somebody who um tells me what to eat when to eat it how to eat it uh, like what to eat at what time and I think I could do it pretty easily and um I think that's probably where I probably should be at 25 but again i've always felt good at 35 i like the fact that i don't have to cut a ton of weight um i get to actually focus on enjoying training and not just dieting and feeling like shit all the time so we'll see we'll see how it goes and we'll see where it goes and um i'm just excited for the future future in the ufc you know it's two tough dudes man
0: i i I don't i don't i i don't want to say anything bad about cody but um it's it well i guess maybe this is positive but i was impressed with his fight with rob font because uh because because Co- rob is so fucking tough right like i i as much as i like cody i thought rob was gonna fucking kill him yeah and uh and man cody uh, hung in there and this other guy Kai is tough as shit too this is gonna be a good one there i mean it's gonna be a, a a war don't you think
1: yeah, no, for sure. Kai is Kai is a monster, and, and Cody is a former champion, and him he's he's always there to give. He's always dangerous, you know. He's got crazy power in his hands, and he's always super dangerous. So, it literally it's all going to be depending on. I think this fight's going to come down to like how he's how well he's going to like be able to perform at twenty five, like with his with the his body being depleted and everything else. So, see, so hopefully, it all comes back, and he's he's it's the same dude that he was when he was at 35.
0: Hey, wouldn't it be cool if the UFC gave all of their fighters on their card, a promo code so they could watch all the pay-per-views for free.
1: They should. They should. <laughs> they I feel good. like, Oh my God, the way the amount of money they make and shit. I'm not getting me fired right now. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done saying um, it.
0: Have you, have you, have you met Dana?
1: Um, not, not like formally, you know what I mean? Um. I, I met, I met him like, I met him on the the night. Like we did, they do like, um, a uh, little like um m- before fight meeting you know what I mean? Yeah. Where he gives us a little pep talk and stuff that was basically it you know what i mean i didn't really meet the guy didn't sit down with him or anything like that he's a busy dude runs a whole company busy dude and all that stuff super busy so i would i would that's that's enough for me man I don't, I don't really need to again i don't really need to talk to nobody man i just i was fly under the radar and get to walk into a cage and, and, and punch people, you know,
0: you're so you're not a hugger.
1: Um, depends. I don't, (laughs) I don't don't know. Like,
0: like you, like you walk in the gym and, and, and let's say you walk in the gym and Tyson's there. Will you give him a hug?
1: Yeah. Like I, I don't give it like, regardless if I know you, I'm not, not, I get a little, it takes a little while for me to get comfortable with people. But like, once I'm comfortable with people, I don't really, I don't really care at, at that point, but it's just like, what I say Maybe about, all
0: fighters are huggers because you guys are like half naked rolling around anyway.
1: Yeah, you can't be can't be self You can't be weird about that kind of shit because then 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 people are gonna start freaking really really wondering about you. You know what I mean? You can't be <laughs> yeah. weird about that kind of stuff.
0: Um uh I, I get my point was is that when you do meet Dana, you should force him to hug you because he's a big dude. And like that way, he just you should just go up and just like hug like the way you'd hug Santa if you were a little kid. Seriously. Uh, just try to get your arms around him and hug him, bury your head in his armpit.
1: No, nah, I'm all set. I'm good. Oh, everyone needs a hug. You gotta do it. I'm sure I'm sure he has somebody else. hug him, bro. He's all
0: set. he he's probably a security. How about that dude who's in all the fights? That that guy who looks like he should be in a horror movie. The tall white dude. He's bald. He's always. He's like always the dude. Like if two dudes are like, uh, like Cody and uh and and O'Malley, like in the press conference, started getting at it, and and that dude shows up. You know which guy I'm talking about? He's a tall, <laughs> skinny. C- can you pull up a UFC security guard, Souza? You know who I'm talking about, Chris. He's in every like. He's in every shot. He walks the guys out. He's always with Dana. He's always at the press conferences. I don't know.
1: I don't pay. I obviously don't pay attention as much
0: as you. He should be I in know. fucking horror movies. <laughs> 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 He's so good. All right, man. Go ahead. No, no, I'm good. Uh, thank you for, for, for. I, I know I've been bugging you in your DMs for a little while. I, it was, it's just for those of you who wonder how this shit comes together literally last night, I think I was on the assault bike or I don't remember where I was. Maybe I was driving my kids to something and I'm just like, fuck it. I'm bugging Chris. <laughs> and I, and I just start tagging DM and I'm like, yo, let's do a podcast tomorrow morning. And I couldn't believe it. Right. Cause I bugged him a bunch of times, to do a podcast and he writes back. Okay. I go 7am. He goes, sure. I was like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty easy about it bro. I don't really have do, I'm not doing much normally. So
0: yeah, you're a good dude. All right, man. Thank you so much. Uh we'll Thank stay you, in touch. I'm really looking forward to your fight on uh March twelfth, two thousand twenty two. Uh yeah, man, you're a good dude. Thanks for your time. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it, really do. Until